this is Paul Shepherd, and welcome to the Mindset Changing Podcast. And we are now on episode seven of the Anxiety and Stress Healing Series. If you've just found this series and really would like to work on healing your anxiety, stress or depression, I encourage you to go back to the introduction to get the full benefit of this program. And from the feedback I've had so far, it can be life-changing. So hopefully the rest of you have been investing in your four keys. If you need a reminder, they are mind, body, heart. And today's subject, of course, is going to be purpose. The four keys are absolutely vital for your well-being and will help you heal. So let's get back to today's subject, which is purpose. Are you living with purpose? Have you ever found your life purpose or tried to find it? Struggled? Never found it? Or you might never have even thought about finding any type of purpose to live your life by? And some people ask me, well, what is a life purpose anyway? Why is it important? Is it achievable? Is it just a career? Or is it something I would do in my free time? Well, we're going to go over those questions here. And first of all, we should define what do we mean by purpose anyway? So when I'm talking about purpose, I'm referring to how you live by your core values. What your career is, what's important to you, what motivates you, how you want to live, what makes you feel alive. A good place to start with your purpose is your personal core values. These are essential And as a coach and therapist, I can see the difference between clients who are living by their personal core values and those who are not. When we live by our personal core values and live with purpose, we can boost our essential well-being neurochemistry, which includes serotonin, your dopamine and oxytocin, which in turn boosts even further your mental, emotional and physical states. And that is essential for helping heal anxiety, stress and depression. What you spend most of the time doing will have an impact on your neurochemistry, which is why living with purpose is an important part of making your life whole. So what are personal core values? Well, Scott Jeffrey, who specialises in transformational leadership, mentions in his personal core values guide that they are a part of us. They highlight what we stand for. They represent our unique individual essence. These values guide our behaviour and provide us with a personal code of conduct. And when we honour our personal core values, consistently we experience fulfilment. When we don't, we are incongruent and we're more likely to escape into bad habits and regress into childish behaviour to try and uplift ourselves. And that might sound familiar. And if you don't know what your core values are, then I would definitely recommend going online and Googling how to find out. There are lots of free resources you can delve into. Let your intuition guide you to find the right one for yourself. I personally like Scott Jeffrey's Seven Steps to Discover Your Personal Core Value Guide, which I found really helpful. 
Because living without your core values is like trying to cross the seas in a ship with no rudder. You won't have the direction you need to move forward. You can feel stuck, frustrated and totally lost. Once you know your core values, you can start to consciously choose to live by them. You can create some intentions to make them a part of your everyday life. For example, my two top core values are health and energy. So my lifestyle is all about being as healthy as I can and make sure I am energised for the important parts of my day. Anything at all that is draining me unnecessarily has to go. End of. No excuses. By making these two core values my absolute priority, the rest of my core values are much easier to experience too. Now, I've not put them in any order, but what is important to me is adventure, passion, growth, connection, friendships, knowledge, creativity, honesty, kindness, compassion, curiosity, challenge, authenticity, peace, and helping people. My mission is to help as many people with anxiety, stress and mindset issues as much as I can. Because not only will it change their lives, but also there's a bigger picture. I care deeply about this planet and if we're not all struggling too much with ourselves and we're taking better care of us and others, do you know what? We might treat this planet even better too. So I'm very grateful that I get to live a life I love every day. And that comes from consciously investing in each of the four anxiety keys. Purpose is so important because that's where we get our fulfillment, our contentment and those boosts in neurochemistry which help us heal. They make me feel excited for life. If I didn't invest in these areas, I would risk unhealthy anxiety and stress beginning to creep back in. And for me, that really isn't an option. Core values are not just about career. They can be about your family, relationships, community, the earth, politics, animals, in fact, all aspects of life. And they're totally personal to you. And as we grow and as we thrive, some of those core values may become less of a priority and others become more of a priority. Core values adapt and change throughout our lives but it's still good to be aware of them and make sure that we're consciously investing in our core values as part of our purpose. But what if you want to live more by your core values when it comes to your career? And if you're in a position to begin to think about how you could incorporate your core values into a career, that might be a good idea since we spend 1,842 hours a year working which leads to a shocking 92,000 hours working in our lifetime. I nearly fainted at that figure. 92,000 hours of your life will be spent in a career or you're spending in a career. How does that make you feel? You're going to spend 92,000 hours of your life doing something Why not make it something that has meaning and purpose? And if you can't do that in your career, then please do that within your personal life. 
find your core values and begin to integrate them into your everyday life with intention. So if you do find a job that you're exercising your core values in, have you found your life purpose? I think the words life purpose can be confusing and can send an unhelpful message that you should have a pre-planned destiny when it comes to work and if you haven't found it then somehow you failed. I've seen way too many clients struggle with this should and beat themselves up for not finding their life purpose yet when other people seem to have found theirs. I think it's more helpful in my view to have the intention to live with purpose not to find something that's giving to you by the universe. If that's how you feel about it, then that's fine. But if you are waiting for the universe to give you your life purpose or to unveil it, like it's at an award ceremony, I think you might be waiting quite a while. So how is it that some people seem to have a calling? They know quite instantly what it is that they're going to be doing for the rest of their lives and they'll make that work no matter what. Well, Your life experiences as a baby can determine what interests you later in life. That can give you your calling. So, for example, if your mother has got you involved as a child in various creative projects, which fired up your memory reward centers, then you may find that throughout life you are drawn to creative ideas of work, which provide similar neurochemistry rewards. And even if they haven't found a career where they can exercise that creativity, it's likely to be in their personal life. On a side note, I've noticed over the years, the amount of clients who have got a core value of creativity, they used to practice it, they used to be involved in various things, but now no longer exercise it, are usually struggling with anxiety, stress and depression. Now, what if you never had these types of experiences when you were younger, which fired up those reward centres? and gave you an idea later in life of what you would enjoy doing. Well, not everyone has those experiences. That's quite common. But it can be infuriating and depressing, especially when you get involved in comparing yourselves with other people who seem to have that calling. The word should is used a lot by people beating themselves up by saying that they should be somewhere else by now in their minds, which of course comes back to the present moment as anxiety, stress and depression. We could be removing the word should more from our language to take the pressure and stress that's unnecessary off of ourselves because the use of it simply ends up in a chase for happiness but never quite getting there. The reality for all of us is when it comes to discovering our passions in life that we can add towards purpose is that we have to experience them. They are the result of action and not just thinking about it. Otherwise, a limited lifestyle would lead to limited choices, limited passions. There's another side of purpose which is definitely worth exploring and that is the benefits of being involved in something much bigger than yourself. To be able to give back to your community, your society, your country, your world, depending on what your focus is. The benefits are absolutely incredible for your neurochemistry. The connections you make with new people will increase your well-being, your self-esteem and your self-worth. It's a sad fact that we are becoming lonelier, more isolated 
introverted, self-absorbed, and all about us. And this is a lonely experience, and life is simply too short for that. You've got no idea who you could meet, what opportunities and possibilities await for you in the future by being involved in something much bigger than yourself. I'm going to ask you some questions which could help you begin the process of re-evaluating your lovely life and help you change direction if you need to. Now, if you've not discovered, by some chance, the work of Mark Manson, who wrote that infamous book which took the self-help world by storm, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, then I suggest you Google markmanson.net and have a look through his articles on the subject of life purpose and definitely, definitely read the book. I've chosen a couple of his questions as part of this exercise for you to explore. If there was a gun to your head and you had to leave the house all day, every day, where would you go? And what would you do? Now, before you answer, it would be very tempting just to focus on chilling in a coffee shop, maybe going to an arcade, going shopping, lying on the beach somewhere, reading until you get home. But I'd like you to think about the intention of this question. And that is, what can I do with my time that is more important? So if you had to leave the house every day with a gun to your head to do something with your time that was important, what would it be? A good question to ask yourself when it comes to purpose is what are you willing to struggle for? And that sounds odd. But if you're not willing to struggle and fail in this area that you want to be successful in, then you're probably not going to get very far. So what are you really willing to struggle for? And the last question, my favourite question. This can really change things around. It did for me when I did this years ago. And that is... Imagine yourself 20 years from now and you're living the life you truly want to live. I want to think about what would that life consist of? Where will you be? What are you doing? Who are you with? What are you doing for a career? Do you have a career? And I want you to go into detail into what life you would like to be living in 20 years time. Make it as rich and as detailed as possible. And then think about what steps you took to get there? What did you make happen? What attitudes, what values, what purpose did you give yourself to reach this moment? And take those steps from the present day 
all the way into the future. So you have like a timeline of what you did to create that successful life for yourself. Now remember to define your own version of success, what's personal to you. Because success can mean many things. It's not just about materialism. It can be about happiness, contentment, fulfillment, your connections, who you're with. And all of that would have come into fruition from your values, from your purpose. Now, I hope you found this episode useful, giving you some food for thought. It's quite a big subject to tackle in one episode, so I find this quite challenging, but also very rewarding because, of course, it's part of my purpose. But I hope that you take what you can from this episode long into your future. I want to thank you for listening. The Anxiety Series has proved wildly successful. I didn't realise how many of you would be listening. And I want to say thank you so much for being part of that. Thank you so much for your feedback. We have three more episodes to go. And then I'm starting a whole new brain training program, which I'm really excited to share with you. You're going to love it. If you haven't already, please could you leave a review on Apple to help other people find this podcast and give it a go themselves. I want to wish you a wonderful day and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.